Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to move on, by the way. There was a dilemma I spotted on Mumsnet. Uh, would you have an issue with your in-laws living very close to you? I'll read out the whole dilemma after the break, but would you have an issue? Actually, I'll read it out now. Just looking to see if anyone else would feel the same way as I do about my in-laws moving into the house next door. When the house came up for sale next to us, my husband's parents showed an interest. It needed renovation, so I never thought them buying the house would happen. Mother-in-law is very fussy. Anyway, they did. They bought it and have builders in there now doing renovations while they still live in their current house. Once or twice a week, they drive down over an hour's drive to have a look at what's being done. Am I being unreasonable to get pissed off about this? It just uh, it just, it just disrupts my day as they expect us to go and say hello, make them a cup of tea, want to use our toilet. I know it's a mass, it's not a massive deal, but when I'm having a lazy day, no makeup, loungewear on, etc., I just don't want to entertain unannounced guests. I'm really dreading them moving in. I'm dreading being out in the garden and them wanting to chat over the fence every bloody day. I like my own space and I feel they're going to invade it. It's making me uh, want to split with my husband, who I have a great relationship. It's making me resent him now. Am I being unreasonable or would you feel the same way? I don't know about that dilemma that person has. I would, don't think I'd like in-laws living next to me. Jesus Christ, wouldn't that be miserable? Uh, would you like your in-laws living next to you? Living right next door to you, be it maybe a brother, you know, and a sister or a sister-in-law or a mother-in-law and father. Would you like them living next door to you? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. James. Good evening, sir. Good evening to you, James. <laughs> What's up, man? James, you're sounding a little bit creepy tonight. Are you, t- <laughs> <laughs> are you in some sort of quiet room? Are you in the jacks or something? There's a bit of an echo no. there or something, is it? <laughs> No. <laughs> James, yeah. I, I'm always putting you into these dilemmas. <laughs> so there you are, James. House next door comes up for sale. And mm-hmm. the wife's mother and father, uh, hopefully they're still with us, uh, they move in. Yeah. How, how is James feeling about that? When am I moving out? You're not only joking, are you really? (laughs) There's going to be a row in your house tonight, I can tell, I can feel it. Does your wife listen to you when you're on the radio? Sometimes. Yeah. She has has company, so not to me. All right, okay. Not not the male company we were talking about last week, no? Um, (laughs) No. Definitely not. Definitely. (laughs) So, James. They move yeah. in. Can you see that as being an advantage or disadvantage? Just think of all the babysitting, the free babysitting you'd get. Yeah, it can be heaven or hell, really. It depends on the kind of in-laws you have. If they're interfering, always trying to, what would you say, you know, interfering the way you raise the children, etc., that's going to become a real pain in the ass because they be undermining it in front of the children. Then will the children want to go spend more time with granny and grandpa? you know, next door and actually be with you because they get better treatment. You know, that, that can kind of happen all Better presence and more chocolate. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and the attention, etc. If you come from a family tree for one of the kids could be feeling left out. So you go elsewhere for attention. You see a lot of grandkids do that with their grandparents because a lot of grandparents try to make up for the mistakes they made with their mother and father. And grandparents tend to be interfering, particularly grandmothers, but tend to be interfering sometimes, you know, particularly if they're in your house and, and you give out to your kid for something and they're going, ah, don't be giving out to me, he didn't do it, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't especially doing Irish grandmothers now. Yeah. What? With that, especially Irish gr- yeah. grandmothers, with their grandsons particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, interfering yeah. Our, our, our grandmothers with their son-in-laws, you know yeah. what I mean? I do. <laughs> it's not good. You know, they, they can be they can be the makings of a good row. You know what I mean? Yeah, but some of them are okay. 
Yeah. You know, not all a bad life. But then if you get a good one, it can be great. If she, if, if they are decent people and they are really nice and they respect you as a parent and respect your marriage, don't keep interfering, etc. But they're but, living next door to you. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes when you're living in each other's pockets, that can destroy a good friendship even. Yeah. When you see too much of someone. Even a good relationship. Sometimes yeah. you can see too much of someone and it can destroy it. Their little flaws become massive problems. Right. And it can actually... What? It can happen. But yeah, but, what, yeah, but what happens if you're living with your wife all the time? <laughs> because you, you, have to, you have to live with her all yeah, the time. Yeah, but I reckon there's a lot of marriages now under stress with the COVID because people had work to go to, people had, you know, hobbies outside of their marriage and their family life that used to be sort of a release valve for a lot, a lot of stress. But if they're in the house, let's say two of them are working from home or one is a homemaker and the other one is now back in the house full time because he's working from home. You know, he's not doing his sports, he's in her hair all the time, and all those small little issues that they always sweep under the carpet could now be a very big issue. Right, okay, yeah. I, I, I think um, from what we've seen from other countries, when the lockdown finishes and all I this... I think the divorce courts are coming. Oh, I'm The divorce courts <laughs> will be out the door. And by the way, let's spare a thought for all those people who had waited years to get a divorce, eventually got a date and now had it postponed because of the COVID. Uh, because the yeah. courts are only uh, seeing emergency cases. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really disturbing for a lot of people out there, by the way. So I, my heart goes out to everybody mm-hmm. out there, by the way, who's in, yeah. that, who's in yeah. that situation. And might have got a date for court for a divorce, but unfortunately it was postponed after you waited yeah. three years. It happened to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> James. You had the bottle of champagne ready to go. Now, yeah. Ah, the top was nearly off it. But... <laughs> 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 Okay, so yeah, pe- yeah, penny for your thoughts. Um, I, yeah, I sparing a thought for all those people out there because obviously I don't talk about my own personal situation up here. Uh, but let me go to John. John, you're on Classic Kids. John James says it wouldn't be too bad if they're, you know, as long as those parents, those in laws, uh, are okay and decent people. I, I, I don't agree. Um, I think I think if in laws live next door to you, no matter what happens, there's always going to be something that's going to annoy about it. Even if, even if you get on really well with them, if something, some little things will start nagging in. Like, like you were saying there about the grandkids, you know, you could come home someday and the grandfather could be out teaching your kid how to ride his bike or her bike. And that you know, would have been, should have been your job. That's, that's something that make me just want to run over him in the, with the car. Can I distance myself from any suggestion of violence? <laughs> like that, I'm telling Helena there that I... <laughs> Myself and my wife, before we got married, bought an apartment, and the day we put our booking deposit down, her sister put a booking deposit down on the apartment above us. Yeah. Now, these apartments had their own hall door, so it wasn't like she was on a floor totally different to us. Her steps up to her apartment were, like, five feet away from our door. Right. And it was just, like, it was a nightmare. Well, like, bowl and, of sugar, cup of tea, all that kind of stuff, yeah, constantly. Or, you know call up I'm after doing this or you know the, the, the grandparents or the in-laws were oh they called up to the other sister so they had to call down to us and I was like look if you're calling up to that one you don't need to call down to us <laughs> you know, don't, feel, don't feel like you have to pass by the door if you want yeah but what happened but if the problem so much, wasn't there it's, that's the thing like it, it, you know yeah, I, I take responsibility if it was I just want to be left I, I just want to be left alone to have a a marriage like every we're talking every night lads yeah. Every night, yeah. not yeah. just yeah. one or twice a week. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, 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 it yeah. put so much strain on us after we had our first child that we separated for a while because of it. we right. had to move out. And I'm assuming that you're not in that situation now. 
No, we moved out, but um, we moved to a place um, where... <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> two, two, two years ago, two years ago, her parents bought a house in the estate. Uh-oh. Now, they don't live next door to us, they're up the road a bit, but, you know... Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they're obviously a close family, you know what I mean? Also, come here, I'm, I'm close, I, like, Noel, I'm so close to my family, like, I'm the type of... I'm a mammy's boy. I'm the type of fella that even now I have three children. I'm nearly forty. When I get sick or if I'm sick, I want to go to my mom's house. Yeah. You know that way. But I still wouldn't want my own mother living next door to me. Yeah, and I would have been the same. I, w- I mean, I love my mother to bits. Uh, like, well, she's died ten, nine years. But I, 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 I would. Well, it's okay. It's nine years ago now. But in saying that, yeah. I wouldn't want her living next door to me. I just wouldn't. No. You know what I mean? I mean, I'd like her to live at a reasonable distance that I could get to her, you know, if I need to get to her quickly or whatever. Yeah. But, I, but I wouldn't want her living next door to me. I wouldn't I, I just think that it's just a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. You like, I, mean? I can tell you, in the last five years, the only time me and my wife have had an argument, or what the arguments are about, is, 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 in laws. Yeah, 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 no, I know, I know. But why is it so, more so? Like, here's three lads talking about this, right? But I guarantee you, if we get a female on now, they will say the opposite. That women are more reliant on their parents and would like their parents living next door to them more so than men. Why is that? I don't know. I, 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 like, I know my wife. I know now with the lockdown, um, her parents, like, they're, they're old, so we don't really call over that much, if you know what I mean. But she's, she's finding it really, really tough that she's not seeing them as much as yeah, I understand she normally that. would. Yeah, yeah. You know? But um, like I'm the same. I like I'd usually be over my mom two or three times a week. Now I'm only over for once a week for fifteen minutes. And how old is your mom? My mom is she's a very independent seventy-two year old. Um, like still drives, doesn't doesn't not driving at the moment because she's not supposed she's supposed to be cocooning. But you know, um, she's she she's she's finding it tough as well. Like I think the first time we had something to eat together since lockdown was on Sunday. Yeah, and she was like, "Now we had to because of my sister's um, anniversary." But she, she well, I like, know, I know a lot of people I've spoken to recently now are going to see their mothers and stuff like that. Now, again, the advice is still there, although the CMO has said the virus is not in the community or it seems to be extinguished in the community. So there was only fifty nine cases tonight, and I think they were clusters anyway. So, yeah. re- so realistically. It's probably very safe. But in saying that, of course, the advice is you just take whatever advice you believe is right for you. And I suppose there are some elderly people who wouldn't be as well. Uh, But if you're a healthy 71 or 72-year-old, you're probably pretty much free from risk. You know what I mean? But in saying that, you you take the advice. Well, she's she's actually, she's a diabetic as well. So we, the the thing, the thing about us not calling over to her, like I have two brothers and a sister, we we don't want to, we might have been somewhere, picked it up and we don't want to give it to her. That's the only reason we don't do it. But, well, do you know there's loads of new evidence now all coming out and, and I'm hoping to get somebody on the show on Thursday to explain that a bit more, by the way. And I was listening to a great video from an Oxford University immunologist there today. There's loads of new evidence that suggests now that the testing that we've been doing around the world is not actually picking up the amount of people that have it. And the reason is, is because some of us are actually immune to it. Because if you've had, say, a, a cold or a flu in the last three years, you may have antibodies that stop you or reduce the risk of you getting it. And when you're being tested, seemingly the antibodies are confusing with the tests or something. I don't, I, 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 I'm kind of lost a little bit. A bit yeah, no, I, absolutely. I, I believe that as well. I, I think people staying in their houses is, 
it's, it's, it's bad for your health to stay in your house. You know yeah, what I mean? well, I'm, I'm, picking up little bits of, you know, bacteria and whatever to, to help you with that kind of thing. Well, I did say about a month ago, you know, as time moves on, new evidence will come along. And it does, set, thankfully, thankfully, we're now we're starting to listen to other experts, apart from the ones that we're listening to from Neffet all the time, which I know are yeah. our experts, but it's nice to hear other opinions and other experts who are equally as qualified, if not sometimes more qualified, uh, you know, to talk about the other aspects of it that might be possible. And this is the reason why all across the world, you know, nothing to do with countries having lockdowns because every country is dealing with it differently with different types of lockdowns. You can see that it's just dropping. It's just disappearing. And and some of the experts predicted that would happen anyway. You know, that it would just go itself. Naturally, mm-hmm. it would disappear, mm-hmm. which, yeah. is, which yeah. is a good thing. And hopefully it does. And now they're saying, uh, <clears throat> contrary to what Luke O'Neill said on the Claire Byrne show last night when he suggested that he was talking about a second wave, even the WHO said today that that is an extremely unlikely. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that at this stage, it has probably got to anybody it's probably going to get to, if you know what I mean. Because we would have been all probably exposed at some point in the early days, you know, in and around kind of week two or three when a lot of people were starting to get it. We would have all been exposed to somebody who might have had it or might have been carrying it and we didn't get it. So there's a possibility that we have, you know, at this stage, we're, if we haven't got it, we're probably not going to. But anyway, that's, a, that's a, whole, a whole different, a whole different ball game. But the point is, yeah, you're saying oh, we let me get back to the in-laws. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So okay. what, what I what I would I would say is it doesn't matter. Like here, here, just give you a bit of background. Me and my wife, we met on a, a home park in Wexford years ago. Where for first kiss we ever had, we every summer we'd go down, we'd meet each other. We one of the strongest relationships. Now, if anyone says to me now I have the best relationship in the world, I'd say to them, don't. I'd be worried about you most if you think your relationship is 100%. Because no, when, I, when I see what happened to us with the in-laws and stuff like that, I, I, I know now that no relationship is 100%. No, you're right. We're strong, we're strong now. But it doesn't matter how nice your in-laws are, how helpful they are, because my in-laws are very, very helpful. Like, I, like we, we have three children. We wouldn't have been able to have three children if it wasn't for my mom and my wife's mom. Yeah, because now, they, were, they were your babysitters. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't afford, couldn't afford childcare. Little things will start nagging. Like, my wife is a wonderful mother. She starts questioning herself when things are said, and she'd say to me, do you think I should do it? And I'm like, what are you listening to that for, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's, I, can say, I can say to her, she, if I say something about, but if I say something about her family, she's like, oh, what, are, what are you saying? It's like I can see... Oh, everyone, there's a double standard there. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, my, I, I, can see, I can see the bad things in my family and the good things. Like... You know, but just like that, you're saying about women. I don't think women can see the bad things in there. Women, women have a habit of being more honest when it comes to these things than men. Uh, James, have you noticed that, by the way, that, you know, it's all right for your other half to have a pop at your parents, but if you have a pop at her, his blood is thick in water, she bucks the head off you. Yeah, see, some, no, no, I say she could see the flaws, but a lot of the time she does feel like she could have split loyalty. So let's say me and her brother, for example, could have a fall in there. Or something ridiculous. She feel like a piggy in the middle because she's just trying to mediate. Yeah, Do you get me so then. And would she take your? I'm just curious now. Would she take your side or would she take his? Yeah, no, mine, mine. But she would always argue the case. Okay, so know. she'll try and she's a peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is sensible, but then sometimes, like that guy said, because that split loyalty's there, you want the loyalty to you. So absolutely. Well, the, well, the loyalty should be to you. 
Yeah. If you mar- if you marry somebody, right? They're with. They're, obviously, they come from a family. But if you marry somebody, they then become your family, and you're yeah, their you're not family. Marry, you're not marrying their family. You're marrying the, yeah. the, the individual. You so know? that so that's now a new family. You know what I mean? So you can't. You can't. Unfortunately, there there has to be priority and loyalty to one particular family. It can't be to both. Um, and when you get married, your loyalty should automatically go to your husband or your wife, depending on who, um, gender you happen to be, uh, and to your own children, and not to your sisters or your brothers or your mothers or your fathers. Yes, they're important to you, absolutely, but your loyalty must be with your new family. Must be. I think loyalty is one of the biggest things in a relationship, lads. If you if you if you're not there, like. As, as I said, with, with with my not not my wife's parents, but her her brothers and sisters, if if she was to take their side over mine for something, I like that's that would put serious strain on, and it did, and but it would still more, to this day. I think it's more men who put the emphasis on loyalty because I know that yeah, it I'm, is. That's I'm true, yeah. personally like that. Like I suppose that like men do like that is the major thing in. A relationship and a marriage, etc. For males, I don't know so much for females, but it's loyalty, and a lot of times women, women, you know, not all women, no, not all women, but like, no, you know, I've had women said, on the show come on no. and say that the dog comes before their husbands. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but stay there for a second. Let me just go to Neil. Neil, you're on classic kids. How you doing, Neil? Not too bad yourself. Good, Neil. Uh, would you like to live beside the in-laws? Would you, would that be okay? Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a fan of it at all, no. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be a fan of it. So, Neil, how would you react if the house came up for sale next door and the missus said, Oh, my man and Dar moving in next door. They just bought the house. Put a match to it. <laughs> yeah, but... I was going to say, you know, you work hard enough, you come home at the end of the night, you want to relax with a few gargles, you know, or whatever. You want to get up on top of the wife. You can't do it over them next door. <laughs> yeah, you want to get um, up on top of the wife. You know, why? Why you can't know? you? I mean, they're not living in the bedroom with you. Why can't you still get up on top of the they're wife? Only on, they're only on the other side of the wall, though. <laughs> so they hear the bed rattling off the wall. The mother looks at you the next day, kind of, Jesus, you know, he doesn't do that to me anymore. How are you, fix? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing to me, daughter? Yeah. I know, screaming like a banshee there. What are you doing for? <laughs> but, you know, I, I understand. I don't understand that point. I was going to say, I understand what you're going to say. But I don't understand that point. But generally speaking, do you think they'd be a huge influence on the missus? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, so even, like, my in-laws aren't too far away. You know, they're about five, ten minute drive. And they're influential enough, like. Yeah. You know, are, are you, pri- like, you know, if there was a priority, are you the priority or is, or is her parents the priority? I'd like to think I am. Right. So here, here's the question, You'd right? Like to think, but are you? Yeah. So and I'll ask, <laughs> I'll ask the three of this, right? So you're you're in the house one night, okay? Yeah. And you're with uh, your missus, and her mother just happens to be there, right? She's over for a cup of tea or something, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say for a treat. <laughs> okay. And a burglar breaks in, right? And he has yeah. a gun. So he puts you and the mother against the wall with a gun, and he says to the wife, "Of one bullet." I'm going to kill one of them. You choose. Who would she choose, Neil? I'd hope she chose me. Not to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> to be shot, Neil. Who would she choose? Yeah, me. Yeah, quick and painless, and then I'm done with the two of them. <laughs> uh, James, who do you think she'd choose? Uh, I'd hope she'd shoot the mother. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> two boards, one stone. Yeah, I know you're hoping for that, but I know you're hoping for that, but genuinely. Yeah, I guess not. I can see me dropping the. You're going, are you? Yeah, you're more than likely. Yeah. See, I think we're honest here, lads. We've lost Neil. He's just gone. Probably his wife gave him a box across the head. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. He's having fetish for a treat from his mother-in-law. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Actually, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't know that. that, I don't think that would be a good thing. (laughs) Absolutely not. Listen, James. Thanks. You're in good form tonight. I am not. Yeah, I know. What's wrong? Why are you so happy to win the lottery? (laughs) (laughs) Did you win the lottery? Today, no. What? In good form. In good form. Right? Did you have you? Did you get something? Did something happen, or do you need to tell us about something? Or no, I'm actually in a really good mood. Do you want to share it with us and enlighten us all as to why the why the? Actually, yeah. Uh, I'll be in a father again. I suppose I have to tell you that. Congratulations, James. Yeah. The other one is only born. Nah, he's two now. So how many is that? <laughs> That's the fourth and last, last. Well, no, well, well, John. We can do we can do that test on this. What did you say, Helena? What did you say, Helena? Just James said it's, it's the fourth and the last. And I was like, is he getting the snip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that has come up. Like, I'm but you're, but you're too young for the snip. <sighs> well, look, look, I'm 28 on Sunday now, right? Yeah. So what I, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe it's time to do it. Well, just chop it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before, <laughs> you know, I'll have a whole army coming with me eventually. For them under the age of 28, that's hard work. But then again, they're all going to be growing up at the same time, so that's... It's not that hard now. Plenty of energy. Plenty of energy. But they're all under 10, obviously. Yeah. Molly will be almost seven. Lucy will be five. She went five in April. Rain will be two in September. And this baby's due the 15th of January. Right. So it's is this a health? COVID baby? That's what the name is going to be now. Corona. Corona. <laughs> Come here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Corona Murphy, get up here. COVID. <laughs> COVID. You can imagine. There's going to be loads of babies called COVID and Corona. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be mine. Yeah. Well, won't congratulations, James. I'm, I'm delighted. Okay. I was wondering why you're in such good form. But I'm always in a good mood now. Well, at least you know you don't have to buy any contraceptive for nine months. Do you know what I mean? So that's one good thing comes out okay, of that. There's one plus to this now. What? I get free reign. If, I, if there's one plus to this, I have a free reign. That's it, yeah. You have a license <laughs> to trail now for nine months. <laughs> good night now. Good night, James. <laughs> real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.